instead of Becky Hughes, hopeless mother who couldn't cope without a nanny. Here, thank God, there was no one to shout at her, no one to scream when all she wanted to do was go to bed, no one who kept asking impossible questions like what keeps the clouds up in the sky and why don't they fall down, no one to throw temperatures of 103 like Daisy had last winter during Laura's day off and freak her out so she thought her daughter was dying, only to be leaping up and down the next day. I love my children, said Becky silently, as though to convince herself. And she did. No one, least of all her mother, who'd been desperate for her to get pregnant, had told her it would be like this, that's all. Flashing her ID card with a smile at the new boy on reception, not bad, she stepped into the lift, checking her reflection in the mirrored glass. Glossy chestnut hair and a sculptured bob, thanks to the wonderful Michael John. Light-reflecting foundation, courtesy of a freebie from Beauty, and... No, 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 the beginnings of eye bags, due to all the late nights at the office. Better have a word with Beauty about that, too. Second floor, going up. The lift walls were lined with promos that were on that week. A taster session in the kitchens of Homes to Come Back To, which had been launched last month. Some talk by Annabelle Carmel on how to feed the family for one of the parenting magazines. A sale of beauty products at another well-known monthly glossy in the building. She might go to that one if conference finished on time. Stepping out onto the fourth floor, Becky noticed the advertising people had changed the six-foot-high poster to show Charisma's latest cover. How to have explosive orgasms every three minutes. She was quite proud of that. Okay, it was bending the truth a bit, but the cover line had pulled in the readers. Becky allowed herself a small smile at the pun. She'd have to try it out with Steve sometime, when he wasn't away on one of his never-ending work trips. Sliding her card down the security panel, she pushed open the door. It might only be 8.09am, according to the neon flashing clock on the wall, but the floor was packed. In the early days of her career as a journalist, Becky could remember little cubbyholes where there was a certain amount of privacy. Now it was all open plan, the idea being that there was little room for private phone calls and everyone could see what everyone else was doing. Morning, she said to Nancy, the editor's PA. Nancy smiled nervously. Everyone was twitchy on conference day, and with good reason. Cat, the editor, hadn't brought Charisma magazine to its current circulation peak without demanding blood from her staff in return. In precisely thirty-two minutes, they would all be summoned into her spacious, glass-walled office, one of the few perks of being an editor as far as Becky could work out, and asked, in her dangerously silken voice, what each department head intended to suggest for the magazine that week. She'd probably be wearing an elasticated waist, even though the twins were two, and she should have shed that post-preggy bulge ages ago. More devil in Primark than devil in Prada, as Becky sniggered to Steve in private. That week, of course, wasn't the week they were in right now. Like most other weeklies, Charisma worked two and a half months in advance. Although if a story was hot, really hot, it got squeezed in earlier. Fuck. Becky was opening her emails. Where's the I tried to sell my baby on eBay copy? 
Oh, I was here last night. There was a power cut last night, offered Belle from showbiz at the other end of the room. We've all lost some stuff. IT's working on it. Becky could feel the telltale sweat trickling down her back again. But I need it for conference. Did you print out a copy? No, she fucking hadn't, because she'd been late getting home last night, which was probably why Laura had been late getting here this morning, as a none-too-subtle reminder that she was fed up with her employer's hours. Bloody hell, she couldn't even remember exactly what it was about. Becky ran her hands through her short chestnut bob. Let's see, some woman from some godforsaken village in the Midlands couldn't pay her credit card bill, so had tried to sell her kid on eBay. It had been stopped in time. The woman blamed postnatal depression, though that hadn't prevented her from being interviewed and pocketing the...